everyone, welcome back to Real Talk NFT, where we talk all things Web3. Today, we have Adrian Bashek with us, who is the founding partner of Eternity Chain, leading NFT platform for licensed NFT assets. Welcome, Adrian. Thank you. Great to be here. Thank you uh, for joining us all the way from Miami. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background. I know you had a long string of experience in producing and maybe even in the, in the news aspect of the world. Tell us how you got into Web3 and you know your, your Web3 inspirations. Yeah, I always like to say that if Bitcoin disrupted money and Ethereum and the blockchain are disrupting software, NFTs were here to disrupt content overall. So it started with art and 2D images and JPEGs on the blockchain. Uh, and it's, you know, uh, ballooning to encompass so many different areas, obviously moved into 3D arts and collectibles, which is where we're at now, but coming soon in-game assets and more. So with that in mind, I was always in the content field and industry. I started in news. Um, was a, I was a war correspondent actually for a long time. Wow. Uh, I was covering war zones and disaster areas. So I was based Jeez. in Jerusalem, Beijing, then Nairobi, covering every conflict and disaster for a, a decade throughout the regions. And then I started seeing Bitcoin and, and uh, actually the rise of M-Pesa and digital payments when I lived in Africa. Hmm. And that's what got me hooked on the, on the Bitcoin bug. And from there, started working full time in the industry, started the CNBC International uh, Crypto Trader Show with Rand Neuner. And we went around the world covering the industry uh, everywhere uh, from Singapore to Silicon Valley, Hong Kong, Berlin, Miami, Malta, you name it, seeing the development of the industry uh, around the globe. And then 2020 hit and the, and the, and the pandemic, uh, Nick Rose, our CEO, was starting Eternity and asked me to kind of join and knowing that content space and dealing with studios and rights deals and licensing and more, uh, it was the perfect fit and perfect niche and able to go uh, on this side of building full time. Wow. So you have quite literally seen it, but also documented it all since the beginning. So you have your mind must be spinning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we we're super fortunate to have the access and, you know, talk to all the relevant big players in the game. Uh, on a one-on-one -on -one basis, you know, being in the room with uh, minds like Vitalik and CZ, uh, Joe Lubin, Arthur Hayes, uh, you name it, from developers to founders to VCs as well, um, and seeing the evolution really from 2017 to, to where we are today. Uh, we just wrapped up the Bitcoin conference here in Miami two weeks ago. It was literally across the street from where I lived. And you know, still there being uh, in the room with, you know, top names and seeing what everyone's building. We were with Udi Wertheimer uh, talking about, you know, Bitcoin ordinals and where that's at um, in, in in the Bitcoin world, not just, you know, ERC and Ethereum based NFTs. Yes, I mean, there's so many advancements since you started coming onto the space. And it seems like Eternity is trying to uh, encompass a lot of those aspects of those changes. It, it must be hard to keep up because there's new iterations probably by the day with everything that's happening. And so tell us a little bit about Eternity Chain. I, I know that you guys are working on a ton of stuff over there. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of this industry is an ever moving target. Uh, every quarter, there is you know a new iteration of what people are building on, with, and for. Mm -hmm. uh, but really, at the end of the day, we're focused on the consumer and our community and really fostering a sense of, yes, community, but also inclusiveness with the people, brands, rights, licenses, and IPs that we partner with. So, you know, we never aim to be like a Target, Amazon, or Walmart of the 
uh, Web3 space. So we're not like an open sea or a looks rare where it's just a mm-hmm. big marketplace, but rather we're a highly curated, licensed and authenticated platform where we partner with specific rights licenses, IPs and roll out collections with them that our community and, and users are going to gravitate towards. And yeah, we started with, you know, big name figures like Lionel Messi, Shaq, um, you know, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cub- Cowboys with the NFL, uh, motor companies like DeLorean, toy companies like Toys R Us, historical figures like Muhammad Ali and Marilyn Monroe, um, authentic brands group and more. And, you know, now where we see the industry shifting, you know, from there, we saw the rise of, you know, 10K avatar PFP projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, we partner with a ton of, you know, high end, highly visible NFT artists, uh, like Boss Logic when we first rolled out, uh, Victor Mascaro with the latest NFT uh, with Messi for the World Cup, for example. Um, you know, guys like uh, Fuck Render and Thank You X, we've we've uh, we've talked to and, and had a, a lot of uh, sessions with, even panel sessions, for example. Um, and now we see a very exciting time where NFTs are going to be really used as let's say in-game assets. So we have an entire vertical under Thermal Labs that's building out a game. We've announced our Exorians universe, which is going to be highlighted by the release of a comic series that we're launching at Comic-Con in San Diego next month. Huge news. That comic will then be released as a monthly NFT series, you know, a digital asset, a Web3 good, which then evolves into the storyline powering the game. So we've long been at work for the last year um, on our Exorians universe game. That will again entail a ton of NFT as in-game NFTs as in-game assets, um, and that rolls out uh, in the next year and a half or so. Wow! Yeah, that definitely gaming has been the forefront of 2023. At least what I've seen on the news, there's been just ever never-ending funding it seems pouring into that space, uh, and seeing you know Eternity Charge uh, starting out as NFT marketplace, you know bespoke marketplace for the IPs that you mentioned, and then now going into gaming, uh, it seems like that is the place to be right now. And I was just at VCon and a lot of people were talking about how AI would help with that in, in, in coordination with uh, platforms like Unreal Engine. And just it just blew my mind, the applications of it. And there's so many disruptive technologies now that, you know, as a consumer, you know, what type of consumers are you focused on, I would say, because it seems to be either you started as a collect. Uh, um, for collectors, and it seems like it's moved into gaming and even maybe into comics. Yeah, uh, comics right now is that uh, is a key focus. Why? Because it blends the old and the new, right? Mm-hmm. So, so much of what the inspiration and the creative direction of a lot of NFT artists, you know, uh, started at just as recently as 2020, 2021, uh, were comic based. So you have this legendary sort of crew of artists and innovators, writers. Uh, and collectors that are needing a revamp and 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 wanting to sort of figure out their niche and and their role in the Web three space, and we're going to be a key facilitator to that. So again, we're rolling out our own IP and and comic collection, but with legendary figures from the comics world, like Scott Snyder, Frank Thierry, uh, Ryan Smallman. They're powering our first uh, number of issues, and again, we're going to be releasing the Ashcan versions, the handwritten and the hand-signed versions at Comic-Con in San Diego. And then that'll lead into monthly releases. And then that will power the characters and the storylines of the game. Um, what does that do? That honors the past, but that brings us into the future. 
and it collaborates with longtime highly acclaimed artists, but then transfers them over in the, in the, in, into the digital realm uh, and creates a high value and a high uh, claim of, of collectability and, and visibility for, for us all. Well, that, yeah, bringing those two, the past and together into the future definitely makes sense to help onboard, you know, just both sides of the story here. And you having a lot more experience than an average person at being a marketplace for a long time and having a DeFi mechanism as well. Um, this is kind of a loaded question, but what's some of the biggest learning lessons that you've taken from those projects, those launches, and could apply it over here to what you guys are doing um, in terms of IPs or in terms of even collectors, you know, getting their feedback? That's why I say it's a loaded question because I ask everyone this. They must have learned so much in this last few years. Sure. You know, we talk a lot about product market fit. And so we saw where the market was early on in 2020. We were one of the first big platforms to launch. We launched with a token as well and and fully Web3 native, um, have DeFi implementation. So it's not just a marketplace and it's not just these NFTs that we're spinning up out of thin air, but there's a real utility. And our users can, for example, farm both their tokens and their NFTs on our platform and get rewarded in stones. Uh, it's like an in-app, in, in on-platform mm-hmm. currency, and then those can be traded for NFTs for physical goods and experiences. We've always paired our collections with physical goods and experiences from day one. Literally, we've done like custom bats with Fernando Tatis, a signed pair of gloves with Ali. With Pacquiao, we did you know ringside seats, uh, an autograph session and a photo session with him, and then the robe that he wore out to the fight. Um, uh, with, with, with Messi, we've done, you know, signed jerseys and balls and you name it. So we're actually launching our farmer's market and stone store on our site, uh, next week, actually, where that'll be 24 seven. And then users can trade those stones that they've gained from the DeFi implementation and more for constant rewards and experiences, you name mm-hmm. it. Um, so we're trying to, to really blend both the web two and the web three world. Uh, and the physical goods and experiences. We're going to be releasing statues um, and some interesting poster series as well. Um, We really aim to be that sort of long concurrent thread between Web 2 and Web 3 and not just capitalize on like that gold rush mentality that happened in 2021, but we're here building throughout. Like we're not stopping uh, and we'll be here for a long time to come. Yeah, we, we definitely saw a lot of people just come in to just capture the hype, let's say, right? And what's kind of the sentiment now of those brands? Are they ready for round two? Uh, we know that currently that the every division, I mean, every company has to have an AI division. Before that, it was every company had to have, have an NFT and Web3 division. And how is that um, kind of, how do you seeing that unfold for, you know, 2023 and 2024 onwards? You know, I think we're, we're hearing from a lot of both co-founders, um, portfolio companies and funds that have invested in us uh, and otherwise that AI is really going to need cryptography and Web3 mm-hmm. to be salient, relevant, and authenticated, right? That's the power of the blockchain that you get to authenticate your account, your not your keys, not your wallet. And there's going to be a layer of either blockchain authentication or cryptographic elements to AI to really authenticate your work, your identity, and your assets. Um, And we're pretty bullish on on how the two are gonna intersect. Right now it's a a morass of everyone figuring out what 
where the hype lies and where the dust settles. And we think there's going to be a super interesting intersection between the two. Hmm. Yeah, that's a question that I've, I've been asking everyone coming on to the show, just how it's going to intersect. And for, to your point, definitely it needs authentication because AI is um, it's interesting. It's, it's training a data set that is um, we don't know if the data is true or not. And that's I, we could definitely see blockchain solving that problem. I'm um, talking about hype. You mentioned it briefly earlier. Uh, Bitcoin entities, you know, everyone thought it wouldn't last past March and s- since past you know, 10 million inscriptions. Uh, are you guys going to implement that into your marketplace? And how do you see that playing out? Uh, we don't have plans as of yet. Um, but I can tell you from things I'm hearing and things both I heard at the Bitcoin conference here in Miami, as well as some very interesting players, uh, both operating in the marketplace and getting into it. Um, you know, we've seen the last couple of days with SEC crackdowns on both Binance and Coinbase, a very bullish case for uh, all things Bitcoin, because that's the king, right? And so there is going to be some upward momentum and even a shift over from some ERC-20 development mm. to BRC-20 development. Um, there's going to be some interesting movements happening in the rare sats community of finding those rare sats and inscripting, you know, it's totally different because you've got to take a sat through taproot and inscribe a single sat. And that has to be the single node of sort of uh, authentication between an NFT and, 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 and the Bitcoin blockchain. Uh, it's not for everyone as of yet, but there's some, there's some incredibly smart uh, developers and builders that are literally building the interface and the software layers right now to be able to connect the masses to inscriptions on sats known as either rare sats or, you know, NFTs on, on Bitcoin. It's happening in real time. I can tell you that. Yeah, there is a, a lot of, I see a lot of development and me, myself being in NFT space, I have not even bought my first Bitcoin NFT yet because, you know, they're still being rolled out, but just hearing a lot of the development that was over on Ethereum and then coming over, potentially coming on Bitcoin, sounds like it is coming over Bitcoin. Is something true, truly that I should be on top of, and everyone should be on top of. Um, it's it's crazy the disruption that we're having on a, on a daily basis here, even amongst mm-hmm. the more current market conditions. And you know, talk about current market conditions. Um, how is eternity eternity adapting? We know that you know the masses, the 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 lay person might not be as enthused as NFTs as before. Um, is is it just the same mission and model here, just to keep it going, or is there are we looking to onboard some new users? Uh, is that to the core mission or is it comes something completely different? Uh, big time. Again, we're looking to bring this to the masses. And so in really exciting news, we are releasing our app this fall. Okay, uh, nice. It's been a, a long development road for us. And so uh, the app is in beta and we've got it fully improved in the app store and Google play. Uh, we've delayed for a few reasons, both technical, but also, you know, um, at the app store, even just as recently as a couple of weeks ago, they're, they're announcing, you know, gameplay is going to be able to have, you know, NFTs as in-game assets. So we see a very bullish case for the entire industry leading up to the halving, post-halving. Um, the real players will be uh, around in this time of, of, of a builder's market, which was what we like to say we're, we're, we're in. And rolling out products once that cycle then kind of reinvigorates with a narrative of, of, of the having, which historically brings in more and more users. But you had to have companies like ours that were well capitalized 
able to withstand the headwinds of, of a bear market, aka builder's market, and then release those bigger new products in this next cycle that brings in many more users who've heard the hype waves, but now we have the the rails to bring them in in a super easy way with something like an app where you can have an in-app currency connected to your to your wallets, to your to your Apple wallet or, or Google Pay and make the make the experience seamless. Then we have like a technology that can then take you to a blockchain if and so you want to uh, burn uh, a digital collectible and have them as an NFT. Mm. Yeah, definitely early times here. NBA Top Shot, which kind of led the way, you know, also had like a seven billion dollar valuation. They just released their app in 2023, funny enough, and they were kind of leading the way in 2021, and even 2020. So definitely, everyone is, or it, it takes time to build something of value, and definitely looks like you guys are headed the right way. Um, you know, I'm not saying every company needs to have an app, but definitely that is where you're going to get a lot of people's attention. No, and look, a, a lot of companies didn't have the runway and and yeah. and the foresight to be able to build products like this. It takes a lot of capitalization, a lot of teamwork. Uh, we have a, a full-time team of over 30 that are working day in and day out to deliver a long-term vision, not just release an NFT collection and cash grab it and keep it moving on to the next. No, but it's uh, it's a long-term build. And we're, we're, we're proud to be here and will be here for a long time to come. That's awesome. One thing I appreciate about Eternity is just having the community aspect of, of you know, inclusion. Not many marketplaces have that. Uh, you guys definitely do have that. And having experience, having ran a DAO for a while now, how, how has that been? What's like been the biggest feedback from your community, their, their comments and suggestions? Is it vastly different than your original vision of when you first started a DAO? And I ask this to all the founders because everyone starts a DAO with a vision in mind. But as the community members participate, it, it just it changes the narrative a little bit. Yeah, our, our DAO, we, we released it uh, last quarter and you know, this year for, for 2023. And our DAO's vision is, is simple. It's community involvement and having the community at the table with a seat at the table to make this decisions on product rollout and where things in the community happen. So they voted, for example, to have a 24-7 uh, farmer's market, a.k.a. stone store, to have a marketplace for their, their stones to be able to redeem cool NFTs physical goods and experiences. And that was, that was direct from the community. We responded, our devs have built it out and we're about to release it. Um, to have a community with those votes and that input, I think is super key and keeps us decentralized for a long time to come. Uh, and those decisions will only get amplified uh, with the greater steps that we take after these kind of key roadmap pillars that we hit on, on the big product rollouts. Yeah, it's definitely an diff interesting aspect, something that I've never been a part of prior to Web3 is just having some sort of, I wouldn't say controlling interest, but uh, some interest in projects uh, deeper than just a, a collector's point of view, where I'm actually voting for, you know, uh, mechanisms uh, or activations to happen, you know, with the project itself. And sometimes I see this in a bad way. I've seen projects where I'm involved in, where they use all the funding, like absolutely everything was voted. Yes, I, I couldn't imagine it. But it's just very interesting time where we live in now to have, you know, a kind of community voice and also, you know, they can have a, a vote, actually. 100 uh, percent. And again, you know, it's it'll it'll grow incrementally as more proposals and things get brought to the table. But I urge anyone listening, you know, check out our community. You can go to eternity.io, create an account. Super easy. 
All our socials and all our community boards and members are listed there from our Twitter to our Instagram to our LinkedIn. I mean, not, not, not a LinkedIn Discord, I mean. Uh, and you can join our community there. And it's it's super active. We have a lot of old school users, but, you know, we're adding 20, 30 new members uh, per week as we just keep growing it. And again, I think, you know, a lot of players sort of float out of the space, but we're mm-hmm. one of the stalwarts that will be here for for a long time. Yeah, I remember one of the first releases um, that attracted me to you guys was the Bruce Lee uh, NFT. Yeah, that was super exciting. You guys, I think, were one of the first to launch one of his IPs on Disney. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, we partnered with some incredible artists on that one. Uh, we gave a lot of kind of access behind the scenes to that creative process. And we're definitely excited to get to work on a new collection coming up soon because it's coming up on his 50th anniversary uh, this summer. So there are more things to come. Stay tuned on, on, the, on that collection. Okay. Yeah. That's the one thing that draws me, drew me into NFT the most is just having no experiences. So hearing when hearing that you guys will be at SDCC, which is a bummer, I just sold my SDCC tickets because my wife's pregnant. So, you know, we're not walking around SDCC, but way that, more important. <laughs> right. But just having those in-person you know, experiences with brands that you know you patronize is so exciting. I know Vivi was there last year at SDCC, so it's exciting to see you guys there and actually releasing IP. Um, that's good. I look forward to seeing that as your brand as you know oh, you yeah. guys unfold that I mean, story. Yeah, at San Diego Comic Con, we'll have a, a whole booth, a whole activation. We've got our comic artists there live in person signing the Ashcan versions um, of, of of the comics, and we'll be doing giveaways. Uh, we'll be doing some earned token giveaways, some raffles. Uh, very fun stuff. So I urge anyone who's attending, definitely stop on by. Look for the big Eternity presence at Comic-Con for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, awesome. Well, we'll wrap things up with this. Uh, what's next for you guys? What question maybe I should have asked that didn't? I see Mr. Beast down there on your logo. Is, is he launching NFT? I'm sure everyone asked you this question. So what's next for you guys? Uh, next are our big uh, product rollouts of A, our Exorians mm-hmm. Comic Universe, uh, B, our app, see our huge game uh, that will kind of intertwine all these things together. And then our, uh, you know, ongoing uh, partnerships and and drops on our site on eternity.io. So definitely check out eternity.io, become a member, create an account, be active in the community. We do a ton of giveaways. Um, Again, you can farm stones and you can earn both NFTs, physical goods and experiences. We give away tickets to, Games, concerts, uh, things worldwide, literally. Our community is super global. It's not centralized in in any way, shape, or form. Uh, We have uh, things happening and catering to a global audience. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. I will put all the links for everything that we just talked about down below on this podcast link. And I just can't wait to have you guys come back in the future you guys launching so much the comic triple a game the app there's a there's a lot to talk about when those things yeah. do launch so i would love to have you back I, I mean i would like to say a year but you know a year in web 3 and ai world it's like probably like 100 years so maybe like a few months down the road to come talk about all things eternity we're here thanks guys thank you Bye.